Welcome to this episode of Jumpstart from Bloomberg Financial Accounting. In this series, the Bloomberg Tax and Accounting editorial team will discuss issues and developments affecting financial accounting and reporting. Anat, here's some statistics on fraud that I got from CNBC. I, I believe it was during an interview that you had with them. They said it, it was common for organizations to lose 5% of annual revenues to fraud. Expense reports for fraud caused more than $7 billion, damages, $7 billion in damages in 2018. Um, and that using AI has cut those fraud losses in half. You know, what do you think about when you hear these numbers in the billions? Yeah, I mean, this is a, the, these numbers are a great validation of what we are trying to do here, right? Uh, I mean, companies today need to increase their spend compliance, but also reduce the errors and waste. And, and many of these things um, also happen due to these errors uh, that happen in manual transactions. Uh, but the way that companies, uh, the tools that they have today are, are pretty manual uh, and lack the business context. Uh, uh, companies try uh, are using some kind of analytics, uh, but analytics are as useful as looking at the, at the structured data, right? And they really don't catch anything. So with an AI platform, we are the, probably the first, and, and this is a really new technology, which allows us to um, audit and review 100% of the business spend. Um, you know, and then automate that manual process and uncover those problems before the money leaves the door, which is really, really important. Uh, audit is normally associated with post-payment or after the fact, uh, once in a quarter kind of activity. But with AI doing it, it is all real time before um, the transaction actually uh, gets paid out, which is really uh, transformational. Uh, in reducing uh, the fraud and errors that happen in companies, with with the numbers, you know, being in the billions that we just talked about, you know, what what types of companies need to use AI? Is there sort of a certain company size where AI needs to be considered? For example, if my company has a market cap of a billion dollars, or you know, if they have greater than a thousand expense reports, I, I guess my question is, at what point will AI become? cost beneficial to an organization that, that's that's a, that's a good question uh, uh, today uh, among our companies uh, our companies are typically at least a thousand employees and above right and uh, it's uh, obviously uh, all over the place in terms of the size uh, there are companies uh, as I said four of the top five banks in the US are our customers uh, we have the top two aircraft manufacturers um, out there uh, so there are these very large, large corporations, but then there are also these mid-sized companies who can benefit from it. And the, and the really cool thing is that because uh, it's an AI system which is cloud-based and which looks at data and patterns across uh, you know, hundreds of millions of transactions, even a small company can take benefit because it is looking at a system which has already been trained, which has already understood how this fraud, hap- fraud happens across uh, uh, and how what the best practices are to controlling them uh, and uh, detecting them uh, based on the analysis of these thousands of thousands of customers, right? So it is there's not really an answer for hey, is it applicable for um, for uh, for, a, uh, for a small company, maybe 100 employees? Probably not, because there uh, you have such few transactions that you can probably manually verify each and every one of them, right? And you probably don't have matured uh, systems, ERPs or accounting systems in in place. So we uh, normally see that that uh, as we approach a thousand employees and above is where companies uh, really try to scale themselves by looking at at least 
the most uh, basic systems in place, and that's where AI can can then uh, add this transformational uh, uh, value to detecting fraud and uh, trans and streamlining the process. You you mentioned ERP, and I remember in my days of accounting being an SAP all day long. So I imagine then your uh, your system must integrate with all of the various technologies out there. Yes, absolutely. So we uh, we are partner and integrate with uh, most major uh, enterprise applications, uh, SAP, um, Concur, um, Oracle, um, and, and many out there. Right? Uh, these are these are uh, transact these are systems and accounting systems and payable systems that companies use. Um, and so, uh, without changing what they are doing, our systems uh, seamlessly integrate with them so that we can start uh, auditing and reviewing the data in real time. Interesting. Yeah, that's important because obviously integrating with existing ERP systems, you, you don't want to have to develop a new system. It's nice to just attach right to it from my experience. Uh, looking beyond fraud, you mentioned there could be compliance issues, right? Your your software isn't just looking at fraud. You're coming up with, you're, you're discovering compliance issues, maybe CPA violations. Um, so it's not just fraud that you are looking for. Uh, you found misuse, mistakes, and all sorts of errors and compliance issues. I guess to that end, are you seeing the AI detect more instances of fraud or are the other instances more prevalent? And if you could maybe throw percentages on it, right, is 25% of what you find fraud, 25% errors, 25% compliance? I'm just throwing numbers out there. But, you know, beyond yeah. fraud, what are you seeing and, and what percentage of the population is each one bucketed into? Sure. Um, if you if you look at the transactions and if you look at thinking about where uh, am I spending money or where am I uh, paying suppliers or employees uh, reimbursing employees for expenses, um, and I should not have been right. So that's essentially saving money on uh, uh, improper payments out into the company. Uh, if I had to look at those things alone, right, then a majority of the savings that you have. Are um, are actually errors uh, that happen on part of the employees. Uh, it could mean employees are submitting duplicate claims, not realizing that they are um, they have actually been reimbursed on their corporate card, and they claim this as a cash expense, or uh, they have upgraded something which was on an airline which they're not supposed to, so on and so forth. Right. So there are uh, uh, majority, I would say, I would say more than fifty percent of of the of the savings. In that area, are because of mistakes and errors that that occur. Because the principal, um, you know, uh, premise here is that employees are out there to do the right things. Most employees want to do the right things, and uh, it's just not possible for every time to make sure that uh, that their claims are correct. So, uh, with that premise in place, right, we do see that majority of the things that we find are really um, uh, more of mistakes rather than intentional fraud. Now there is a, a small percentage of intentional fraud that you do find, uh, but when when you do, right, it is it it it, it normally leads to some other areas also uh, where that employee is uh, doing something, uh, uh, you know, which is uh, out of uh, policy or something like that, right, in other areas of the company. So that's one part of it. But your question around compliance, right? Um, I feel that companies now are more worried about compliance than just reducing uh, spend. Uh, and when you talk about compliance, it's, it's, it's two kinds of compliance. One is compliance with the corporate policy. So there are certain rules and uh, you know by which every employee has to live by. 
and if you violate those, those are still internal rules, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, our AI engine incorporates those uh, policies so that you can figure out if, if there is any non-compliance with those policies. But the second part of uh, compliance is around regulatory compliance, right? Where you are required to abide by uh, rules that the, that the government has put in place in that country. Like here, we have um, compliance to SPPA um, Act, the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, to make sure that that companies are not using um, uh, practices to, you know, uh, when they are entertaining or winning businesses, a uh, business in foreign country. And a way of uh, doing that today uh, largely is based on either self-reporting or anytime a company actually finds a, a violation. It's because of um, you know some whistleblower in the company uh, coming out saying that hey, there is a problem that is going on. But with AI, what we are able to do is we are able to scale this out to every transaction, uh, uh, every invoice, uh, every expense that's flowing into the company. And the way it does that, it is it looks at uh, say if it's an expense report and uh, this uh, sales and marketing person is uh, entertaining uh, a client uh, or a group of people. Right? The AI engine can figure out who these people are, look at online sources, uh, things like uh, news articles, um, you know, Wikipedias, uh, and figure out are these uh, politically connected. It can look through all kinds of lists that are published by different governments, uh, including uh, you know, our own OPAC list and so on, and figure out is there a problem with this particular person uh, you know, being uh, a part of our company or being a part of the spend at the company. Uh, and then it flags it depending on on what what we find, right? What the engine finds that this could be a potential uh, politically exposed person. So it could be a problem uh, with you know the anti-corruption laws or um, the FCPA laws and so on, right? So that's like one of the things uh, that we see across with most companies who are really really uh, um, uh, you know worried and want to ensure that nothing um, uh, which goes against the compliance for FCPA happens uh, within their organization. Similarly, there are uh, some which are related to specific industries. Right? We also have compliance for Sunshine Act uh, for pharmaceutical and life science, uh, life science companies where um, uh, uh, the, the companies want to make, ensure that their spend on medical professionals is accurately reported back to the government. So it's pretty clear that compliance is a, a pretty big area where you're where your software, where your artificial intelligence is driving value and probably allowing people to sleep better at night, right? I know when I worked in tax, I would be up all night worrying about whether I did something right or wrong. So I could imagine people in the compliance departments um, are literally sleeping better at night knowing that these entire populations are being reviewed and flagged appropriately. Um, we're, we're getting towards the end here, but I do want to uh, have a, have another couple questions. You know. There's been a, a recent report published by Bloomberg Financial Accounting that said accountants are slow to understand and accept AI. And it basically said, you know, like 30% of the people thought AI was just hype right now. But looking out uh, three more years or five more years, the percentage of people that think it is hype is much less. Um, so they're, they're obviously believing it's coming. They're a little sus- suspect about it right now. Um, we have things like, 5G technology coming in play in the next couple of years as well. So you've been doing this for many years, operating in the AI space, probably when it was 3G and now 4G. You know, what's the future? What are the big problems that artificial intelligence will ultimately come to solve for accountants? And will these, you know, new technologies like 5G help support that? Um, 
you know, and, and yeah, what, what's the big future end game here? Yeah. Uh, one thing I think uh, having done this, we have been developing this for at least six years now. And uh, uh, one thing is very clear. It is really, really hard to develop an um, AI-based um, application to solve a real problem, right? You can create all kinds of applications using AI. It could be uh, recommending you best, you know, a restaurant to go and have your uh, next dinner at, right? But those are uh, those are really applications where the error rate could be really high and doesn't really matter. But when you're trying to solve a problem as uh, complicated as finance is, uh, where you need absolute answers, you have to be uh, you have to have a really focused uh, system to solve it. So one thing which I would uh, probably you know. Uh, tell the accounting folks out there is that uh, you are going to face, uh, you're going to use AI as an um, uh, as a uh, as something that is going to be useful to you. Uh, it is going to be a part of your tool set to to your day-to-day activity. But when you look at an AI system, make sure that it is really focused on solving a particular problem. Uh, it could be your uh, problem around spend, like what we are doing, or uh, it could be around uh, maybe revenue recognition or figuring out, helping with your treasury operations. Whatever it is, uh, a general purpose engine does not work. Uh, it is very, very hard for an AI system to uh, to think uh, it can do everything. Uh, it doesn't exist today. Um, so as they go ahead uh, and uh, you know look at, evaluate the different tools, we really focused on how is it going to help me in my time how is it going to do things better for me in terms of uh, more effective so that I can then look at a small percentage of my transactions, right, uh, whatever I'm doing, and then is this focused on solving a particular problem that I can then measure, right? Uh, and, and with these new technologies coming in, the new data sets that are coming in, it only gets more and more accurate as years pass by. Uh, like uh, uh, the, the, the reason why AI exists is because of the availability of data and the ability of very powerful machines to ingest all of data and uh, understand the patterns out of it, right? So as these data sets increase, it's only going to get more and more accurate as the feedback is gathered from from humans, like how we do. The the engine just gets better and better because it is now incorporating the feedback uh, uh, and the inputs from thousands and thousands of accountants across different different uh, countries. Uh, and you're only going to see it increase as uh, as this, uh, you know, communications and technology, uh, 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 the, the speeds, like you mentioned, 5G, that's also going to increase the the high-speed connectivity across different, um, uh, you know, countries and places. It's going to obviously impact the, the reach and availability of these technologies uh, in every aspect of your life. I was talking with Mark Siegel about a year ago. He was a, he's a former FASB board member, and I asked him what his... Uh, the biggest technological change that he saw during his tenure on the board uh, of the Fa- the FASB board, and he said it was the ability for machines to read annual reports and to find sentiment within the reporting. So on revenue recognition, our companies. Uh, reporting positive sentiment around the new revenue recognition accounting changes or are they negative right with the new lease accounting our companies reporting more uh, positively with the lease accounting changes versus negatively and i thought that was quite impactful to you know the investor into the analyst roles and it you know it sounds like there's ai from your from your angle with from the company side as well as you know from the uh, analyst and the investor side um we are wrapping up here on time. Uh, I do want to thank you very much for joining us. Mr. Colley, do you have any last uh, comments on AI? Anything about your, your product that you have to get off your chest? 
Um, sure. I mean, what I would like to uh, talk about is, you know, we talk about revenue recognition, and, and then the key about AI is not being inward looking. That means not looking at the transaction and trying to figure out uh, hey, what can I find out there, but really looking at sensors across the company, uh, across the organizations and external, and being able to include all of that. So, right, just like in our product, on the uh, when we are analyzing invoices. We are not just looking at the invoice that the supplier has presented or the contract that has been signed with the supplier or the purchase order with the supplier, but then we are looking at different um, uh, sensors that we get. It could mean uh, the, the shipping labels that the, uh, that the supplier has sent. It could mean the SLAs uh, that are being measured uh, through other IT systems. It could mean logging activity and so on and so forth. But the key around... Uh, AI system is able to look through uh, and analyze all these different sensors or all these different digital signals that you get and then make sense out of it. So that's uh, probably the coolest thing I've seen, application, uh, really proud of how that is coming along. Anant Kale, CEO of AppZen, thank you so much for joining Bloomberg Financial Accounting. Listeners, thank you very much for tuning in. I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you very much, Joseph. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at Bloomberg Tax and subscribe to all of our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. Tune in to other podcasts from the Bloomberg Tax and Accounting Editorial Team to continue jumpstarting your accounting knowledge.